Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. This is Mike alongside Joe. Shoutouts to Craig. Episode ninety-seven. We're getting there, man, Joe. We're getting to we're getting to a hundred. We're close. The nineties were a good time. The nineties. I mean, I was kind of too young to remember. Kinda, sorta. I was born in ninety-four, though. So. Ooh. Yep. I forgot how much older I am. <laughs> yeah, you're basically like a hundred compared to me. Not really. Uh, not a hundred. Maybe like eighty. Close to it. Yeah, I'm closer to eighty to a hundred. Yeah, but you know what? We're here. Ninety-seven. That means there's three weeks to go until we hit episode one hundo. That'll be the last episode in the month of February. So, what better month to end? the 100th episode then in the month of the 25th anniversary stuff starts coming out it's a perfect time and um does the set when does the set come out that's march isn't it march it could shift everything i oh, think it's yeah. supposed to be a big push for like i think the pokemon video game stuff this month oh like and it, you know we have shining fates as well yeah and we, well that yeah we got coming out in a week or so like the first stuff pulls out yeah, soon. it'll start coming out over the next couple of weeks. Shining Fates should be on its way soon with the first couple of products that you can grab, correct? Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I was... You and I have talked about it. Although the Pokemon spike is still happening, you and I have also tried to buy into Digimon, and uh, it's it's basically just as hard. But I don't know if it's difficult because of how popular it is or if it's difficult because Target doesn't realize that they're supposed to be selling it. That's what I think sometimes too. Like I like, I think they have it in the background. It's like I think these are Pokemon cards, and so we'll just kind of roll them out slowly again. Yeah, like I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right. Th- by the time this episode goes out, and this is not a Digimon podcast, but this is a Mike and Joe podcast. So there you go. That came out r- literally a week ago. Officially, we're recording this on the fourth. So a week ago, this the Digimon card game officially released past past its uh, pre-release in North America. I was like, all right, man, I'm going to go get this. I'm going to wait a couple of days. That way, anyone who's excited can just go grab that and leave. Get a couple of theme decks. I'm in no big rush, but you know, whatever. Just like not even understanding that Digimon exists in any. You see like on Facebook groups and Twitter, like, oh, man, my Target's got everything. Dude's got like 12 packs in his hand in a theme deck. And I go to Target and it's like, oh, nope, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. Oops. And like, that's like it. You end up going there and buying a bag of chips because you feel so sad. Seriously, yeah, you go to Target, you're like, I can't leave with nothing. Like them, I'm just gonna look lame. You like, walk in, go straight to the card section, and walk out. Yeah, like you like that weird, creepy old dude that kind of walks in looking for Pokemon cards, but like not to be as creepy. You just go to the video games, you look for deals, and you realize I don't want to buy any video game because I got enough games on my list to begin with. Well, it's also also a side note. I feel like that's not a thing anymore, right? Like a couple of years ago. I'm sure there's people that felt like us where they go into a Target and they're like, oh, I'm going to check out the Pokemon cards, but I can't look like it's for me. You know, there's tons of people that do that. Like, you got to look like, oh, what did my cousin want again? Whatever. But now, because it's so normal and such a huge craze, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Um, I went over there. I've checked up like one or two times just because I was on grocery shopping trips. And the place that I shop at is actually right across from a Target. So sometimes I'll swing by. Just see what's going on in there. 
nothing close. And Pokemon, it's like the most random things in the world are left there. You might get a Primal Clash. Dude, at this point, I'd be like, I'd be surprised to see a Primal Clash. Yeah, I think the most packs that I've opened in the last five month to two months may have been from the X and Y area. But I just should, okay, besides the three packs of XY Evolutions, but like Primal Clash and uh, what's the other kind of poopy set there? Ancient Origins? Yeah, I think it's Ancient Origins, but like it's like two like kind of nothing sets, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's a bummer because I wish you could show up to a store and look for product. But and now there's even more craze again with buying up all these cards and, and people on YouTube buying up cards again. So it's it's something I thought would die down, but I don't think it's anywhere close. I think I kind of think it's staying like this for certain markets. Uh, I I think it will people will fade off after a while. But overall, I do think it's going to kind of stay this crazy for the the flipping factor of everything. Now, maybe when the pandemic ends, we all go back. Things will be back to normal. Go back to normal hobbies. Not my hobby. Yeah, back off, dude. Just let me buy Pokemon and Digimon like a grown adult and let me be happy. That's all I want. Uh, But anyway, it's it's been a it's been a decent week so far, though, Joe. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm on day one of my vacation. Well, quote unquote vacation right now. I'm off until Tuesday. So you just have all this time to sit while everyone else is at work. Yes, but the important thing is I don't have to be at work. That's true. And hopefully I don't have to go to work. When this posts, I hope I'm asleep because we're supposed to get a lot of snow where we live tonight. Odds are I will just be driving through snow. But... We can hope for that. So fingers crossed. You're hoping to drive through snow? I'm hoping to be asleep. Oh. It'd be nice to just like get up, be like, ooh, no work, back to bed. Also, though, I usually can't sleep in, though. So I'll probably get up at 6 and just kind of stare at the ceiling until the rest of the world wakes up. Oh, I would go up today at 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's it's bad. And like, I'll, I'll probably just like play some games or stuff. I got stuff on my Switch. I'm attempting. Shout outs to our... our our social media if we'll call him our, our we'll call him our hr guy ibby trying to get me to play final fantasy i'm gonna be honest i'm like six to seven hours in still not sold whatsoever not sold in terms of the video games i'm a big dragon quest guy i get into final fantasy i'm playing one of them right now on the switch again totally unrelated to pokemon i'm not feeling it joe i'm gonna play it but i'm not i'm not really feeling it, it- it's one of those franchises that like you feel like you have to play because it's so popular because like, everybody else likes it, so you want to at least try it. But like, and someone asks you, "Oh, it's Final Fantasy," you're like, "Yeah, it was good." I'm like, "I don't really like it." Yeah, it's like it's honestly like some Pokemon games. Let's be real. Some Pokemon games, you're like, everyone's like, "Oh, you're so hype," or it's the opposite. Oh, it was terrible. And sometimes you're like, "Yeah, that was awful." And meanwhile, you look down, you got like 600 hours logged. <laughs> That's the opposite. It's the opposite for Pokemon. So for me, in my Final Fantasy journey, I'm, I, I, I am going to finish it, but it is, it is not easy for me to stay motivated to complete such a thing. I would rather monotonously soft reset for a different colored animal in the forest, 
for 900 hours. Or cave or temple. Or giant blown up balloon Godzilla sized Pokemon. Whatever floats your boat. Shiny hunting to me right now would be more engaging than what I'm currently doing in that game. And I wish I was more engaged. I wish I cared more. I'm paying attention to the story. I'm like, oh, who's these characters doing this, doing that? Still, like, it's, I, it's like, it's like scratching on a chalkboard sometimes. I'm like, oh man. But we'll move up, move on from that. Hopefully, you all will have a restful weekend ahead. We have Super Bowl weekend if you're into that as well. So it's a pretty fun, relaxing week going on ahead of us this week. Might as well get into the show ten minutes later. We have couple small things about the promos going on this month that we'll touch base on we have a new academy system that tpci has released to teach new players how to play the game we have a couple new expanded unbans and then finally we finally got the list for venusaur v and blastoise v in their respective v battle decks so it's a packed show we're going to start first with the promos pretty simple general mills promos we talked about these. They'll be in specially marked boxes. The only thing to note on this, every single box will come with a Pikachu. So there you go. What about the playmat? Will the playmat come in it? <laughs> yeah, no playmat in your cereal box. Dang it. But honestly, this might even might even not be good. Because if you're trying to collect them all now, once you get the first pack, you're just going to open maybe one new card every time. But there's 50. No, there's only... You'll always get... It says... Because the set is five hollows. There's only five hollows in this one. Mm. It's Pikachu, Glaring Ponyta, Hatena, Wulu, Morpico, and Gossifleur. Oh, I'm thinking of... The McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. This is, this is cool, but also like... Hey, if you're trying to collect these, have fun with 47 Pikachus. Mm. That smell like cereal. But you can flip them. Probably for like at least three bucks each because Pikachu. Probably for more to be honest down the road, but it'd be worth like like one, right? If you're at the grocery store and it's there, you might as well just get one. Keeping sealed for pop series, that type of thing. Exactly, just something to have. In terms of the McDonald's promos, the anniversary 25th set will contain 25 cards. They will feature 24 starters. And Pikachu. And we learned that each Happy Meal will come with four card booster packs, according to Poke Beach's article, in which they contacted the McDonald's manager. Each pack will contain four different starter Pokemon, one hollow and three non-hollows. And each of the 25 cards will thus be available both as a hollow and a non-hollow. So if you want the entire collection, you gotta get both cards as hollow, non-hollow, for a total of 50. The the thing that's going to be stressful about this for people trying to collect is you're not going to be able to actually see what's in the packs until you open them. Um, the promotion will be taking place through February 9th all the way to March 8th. And from what they also found out, these packs will be purchasable for $2 depending on your McDonald's. So if the McDonald's you're at is like, sure, whatever, it's money, because let's be honest, I don't, how many, do you think they still sell a lot of like Happy Meals? Yeah, kids love chicken nuggets. Right, but like, 
I don't know. Maybe I feel like I feel like people are eating a little healthier now or eating different meals. Like is McDonald's just the go to for a kid? Uh I yeah, they are. Alright, fair enough. I, I I got three nephews. I guess and... I just don't I never see like I never see your, your happy meals getting purchased. But maybe well, I'm just not at peak happy meal time. But they're also at a time like if you're like traveling out of town, like Phil, like my sister and her kids, like they go up to their cottage, it's like an hour away. And they'll stop at McDonald's and they'll have the kids with chicken nuggets and french fries and their mouths will be shut watching a movie for an hour. Fair enough. And I guess I guess what I was thinking, though, is that mostly adults are going to be buying these <laughs> booster packs anyway. So, Oh, yeah. They're, uh, yeah. Like you're going to get some dude. I mean, I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it to happen. We're going to see a Poke Beach article, a Poke Guardian article in two weeks. It's going to say McDonald's, multiple McDonald's reporting they have no promos because... Some bum walked in and bought all of them. It's going to happen, Joe. It couldn't be as bad as that thing that happened was a year ago or two, like where that person in England stole like a truck full of Pokemon cards. Pre-release oh, stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Whatever happened to that guy? I don't I don't know if they've ever found the person. I'm assuming they did, but I mean dude stole a truck. So I really feel like they would have found him. Like I think there'd be higher pr- charges pressed this time around. Right now, if, if oh, after right now, that'd be like stealing multi millions of dollars potentially. You're going to federal prison for that one. Oh, you're gone. You steal enough Charizards, you're Audi. But you anyway, finding fates, get them. Yeah, it, that'd be so stupid. These cards will be printed on a special hollow foil paper that is exclusive to McDonald's promos. It basically looks like it's like a crinkled hollow, almost or like a speckled hollow it's very nice looking again this is not something that i'm going to be collecting whatsoever but i think it will be a very cool thing for people to go for you know what i wish they would do at one point what is the hollow pattern should just be mcdonald's m yeah that could be cool yeah i think think they should be playable cards oh yeah but also that's not what these promos are for Zorark GX McDonald's promo. Yeah, can you imagine if you could get a Dedenne and a McDonald's Happy Meal? Dudes would be lined up to purchase as many Happy Meals as they could get. Here's like grand, a grand, all that, the cards. That, at, depending on the time period, that could have been like a $60 Happy Meal. That'd be awesome. We should move on, though, because, again, yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about McDonald's promos for 20 minutes. We can try. Next up, we move into a new series. Starting this Thursday, TPCI will be launching a new weekly series called Top Deck Academy. This will be on Twitch, it'll be on YouTube, and basically, it is going to be a series that they're launching to teach people how to play the game. The idea behind it is to provide tips for not only brand new players, but to also support those who have been playing the game and can look for some more tips to improve. As of today, they did post their very first episode. It was around deck building. It was around Samurai. And I do like the way they broke it down. I think it was very straightforward. Again, it's not something that we'll dive into too long, but I do think this is another motion towards getting more people to play the game. Because it's on Twitch and YouTube, it has a timely matter. It says every Thursday at 2 p.m. The question is, who's going to be on it and how deep are they going to go with this? Because you imagine the first couple episodes will be pretty easy. Like I said, deck building, they said, pick basically pick your core of the deck or what they called their hero. 
pick its surrounding kind of like co-cast, add cards that cover for your weakness, and then a bunch of draw and search cards from there. And don't forget the most important part, the name of the deck. Ah, and the name of the deck. I mean, what I was happy about those, they didn't approach it from a theme deck point of view. You know, it wasn't just like 20 Pokemon, 20 energies. It seemed like they at least kept it very straightforward in terms of what it needed to be. Yeah, the way that started for a minute, I was like, oh gosh, here comes a theme deck. Well, and, and you know what? To be fair, it was it was based off of a theme deck, but I get that because you want to base it off of a card, which was Samurott. Um, you wanted to base it off a card that was easily accessible. But I think what they're trying to do with is basically show that you can buy the theme deck and alter it to be something good. Right, which to a lot of us seems silly, but I think is something useful for a lot of players. Like that's what we we're going to do with Digimon, right? We we're going to buy the theme decks and just buy packs. Right. And that's kind of the way you have to start everything. So it'll be interesting to see how they progress. It'll be interesting to see how deep they get into the card game with specific archetypes or how to tech in a deck. I, I think there could be a lot of videos that are actually useful for a player. So, again, not anything too wild, but it's something to at least keep your eyes on. Is that fair? I mean, it doesn't really apply to us as as individual players. But at least it's not like baby, baby, buy theme deck, play game. Yeah. And what I really do appreciate about the source video so far, kind of from what I gathered from it, like I honestly kind of fell asleep halfway through it. But one of the things I did appreciate is that it was Ellis Longhurst. She's one of the commentators and um, commentators for usually for one of the tournaments. I really appreciated the fact that like she built a deck around a card that she wanted to build around and stuck to her playing style she's like you can try like lapras was the tekken or blastoise piplup gx but she ended up going with caldeo gx because she said i like this better because of this x y and z right like it, it was nice to have what your personal touches and i think that's one of the biggest proponent i always ask people is like like when we ever build these meta decks they're fine they're great and they move really really well but there's always that feeling it's like no i really wish i had this x or b you know Right, and that's what I really liked about this part. Basically, it's like, you know what? I like to play this way. This is the way I want to play it. Yeah, and... no. but basically, put your own little flavor into it and not copying everything. Yeah, I I think that was very nice. So we'll be interested again to see how it goes. We'll keep it updated. We won't talk about it much past that. But again, it's it's just kind of nice to have that in the back of our minds. Moving forward. Recently, as in like six, seven hours ago, as we were recording on the 4th, Pokemon has unbanned a couple cards from the expanded format. Nothing was changed in the standard format itself. Once Shining Fate has been out on March 5th onwards, Lusamine and Wally will both be reintroduced to the expanded format. These cards were banned quite a while ago. It's been at least a year. Yeah, and if you don't know what they do because they were banned, if you, I, I doubt you only play expanded, but Lucimine is a supporter that allows you to put any two supporters or stadiums from your discard pile into your hand. And Wally was a card from the black and white era. Uh, yes, black and white. Was it? Might have been Roaring. It's Roaring Sky, so not black and white. X and Y era. Yeah, it For was. Sure. It was the X and Y era. For sure. It could have been earlier than that, but I can't recall. 
Wally states, search your deck for a card that evolves from one of your Pokemon and put it onto that Pokemon. Shuffle your deck afterwards. You can use this card during your first turn on a Pokemon that was put into play during the first turn. So Lucidmean was banned because it created these infinite loops that created a lot of problems. And Wally was banned because there were certain cards that had locking features that if you allowed them to evolve on turn one before your opponent had a chance to play the game, it produced a very toxic environment. Both of these cards had a good reason to be banned. It was it was specifically Trevenant. Uh, where had the ability... Um, as long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, your opponent can't play item cards from his or her hand. So if... And how expanding works, you usually have VS Seekers and things like that. Um, Battle Compressors to help get things in discard probably can get easy access to. So they banned Wally because of Trevenant, but they got the ban reversed because of the rule change that the first person uh, doesn't play supporters now. So it's a little more acceptable. Yeah, it's definitely more acceptable. And that also evolved in the Trevenant break in the following turns, like you're talking about. It, it, it produced a very negative atmosphere. So because of the supporter changes to the game, mainly being that you can't use a supporter on turn one, Wally has become much less powerful. Um, and... For Lusamine, the big reason that it got brought back in is because of Lieutenant Surge being banned and expanded. If it begins to show problems again, Lusamine does have a chance to get re-banned, but I think overall it should be fine. The interesting part is looking at responses from this, it looks like there's two things people are taking away from this. One is that for some reason there's a decent amount of people that wanted erratas for Lysander which I think is just kind of silly. I get it. It's the same as boss's orders, but it's not a big deal. The other thing that I'm taking away from it, and this is from Reddit posts, as well as on the Poker Beach comment section in general, pointing out that Wally can be used for VMAXs because Wally states excluding Pokemon EX. So in terms of the GX and VMAX cluster of Pokemon, Wally does apply to them. Maybe they'll put the rule box text into it right up. Well, you think they would have in the first place here, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. Because uh, the interesting part is now Wally becomes a very strong card for the turn two people because you can Wally on turn two. Sorry, not turn two. Whoever goes second. And you can get a VMAX in turn one. Now, granted, your opponent had a chance to play out a turn before that, and there isn't any VMAXs that prohibit you from playing anything yet. I think this is fine for now, but we could see a problem occur if it gets pretty carried away. You think Togekiss VMAX might be more powerful because it's two energy cost? Not yet. You have DCE and play Wally. That's pretty crazy. It's still not there yet. Uh, Togekiss needs... I think more support. Maybe that support exists, but it still needs a little bit more going on. Just a tad. Again, though, if you're an expanded player, this is something that I do think will be relevant because both these cards have an impact and are strong enough to be played in whatever format I think they exist in. Would you agree? Yeah, I think it's a healthier time for them. 
And if they get end up getting super abused they get like the way before, then I'm sure Pokemon will do something or just leave it as a ADP thing, you know, just let go. Yeah, I agree. Finally, we get to our last piece of news today. This one is pretty nice. We can officially say that moving forward, after the Urshifu single strike rapid strike sets are released, theme decks are no more. There's been no like definitive word from Pokemon, I guess, but now we know based on how these are packaged, based on how they look, we know that the Blastoise V and Venusaur V decks will be replacing theme decks going forward, and this is the correct move for the card game. These are things that we announced previously, so we've already talked about Venusaur and Blastoise. They are pretty average V cards. They hit for between 190 to 200 damage as their strongest attack. They both have 220 HP. The relevance of the cards don't really matter in terms of meta, because the whole idea here is the fact that they took theme ducks and they buffed them, which is something that they've slowly been doing in certain ways by putting stronger cards that are considered meta in the theme decks. But now they're actually adding the power creep, which probably should have been there for a very, very long time. You could argue that theme decks should have had EXs, should have had access to a GX in some form of way. Um, although there have been some very good single price decks that have come from the theme deck format, you could still produce those decks while replacing the theme decks with stronger cards. In terms of the lists, here's what we got going for us. The disappointing part is they only come with one V. So if you remember how theme decks worked, you usually got a hollow of the poster Pokemon and then a non-hollow version of it, so you'd have two copies. Now, granted, these were evolutions, so maybe it's a bit different, but I would have liked to have seen Venusaur V come in a pair, and same with Blastoise. The Venusaur V, the Pokemon are pretty meh. You got Great Ball, Evolution Incense, Pokemon Catcher, a couple Switch. It's still relatively the same type of build diversity. The hilarious part about it, and I think both, li both lists are almost identical. Actually, they are identical in terms of trainers. Joe, why did they put four Dan inside of these theme decks? The same reason they put four hop. Like, guys, you're so close. You're so close every time. Pokemon does things that are like, ooh, we're moving in the right direction, except we're going to move diagonally. Or like, we're going to trip on our way moving forward. Because the other theme decks, they at least had Cynthia or mm -hmm. Professor's Research or something, right? Like, bro... You're trying to tell me. You, even if you remove one of Hop and one of Dan, you could make this so much better. Yeah. But instead, we are stuck with your draw cards being Dan and Hop. Have fun with that. Yeah. You were saying it's a good step. I personally think getting rid of theme decks for this is not super great. Uh, because there is a big fall. I think there's a bigger following personally for theme deck meta in PTCGO than there is for anything else. But this would replace it though, right? 
You'd hope so, but I think it's too early to try. They, they like, it will replace it. They hundred percent will. Do you really think they'll put the time and effort to really update that? No, I think these will just be able to be played on the ladder. But would you think that they have just special theme decks? The you think they'll have battle deck? No, I think it'll literally just be theme decks, and they'll just keep it that way. Okay. Knowing Pokemon, they'll just let V Battle Decks compete as a theme deck and just not change the name on PTCGO. <laughs> like I said, so, one so step mean... forward, half a step back. Like, and, and and again, I don't mean that this is a step forward for the game in terms of like build diversity or like create creativity because they were very safe on these lists. These lists honestly suck. They are not good lists. We've had way better lists and theme decks before in the past. Way better. I imagine, though, that the reason they did that is to kind of prevent the power creep in something like a theme deck meta from getting to be too much. By having one V and the rest of the deck being pretty lackluster, you prevent it from becoming just the strongest version of what a theme deck could be. And it's also a level one play level. Remember, they did a not, they did identify each product with a play level, one, two, three. And the first battle decks being level one are pretty straightforward and pretty pretty acceptable. The question is, is what do they do when they reach a level three? And how often are they going to do it? Unless they do it by rank system. Or or in what, what does that look like? Right? What is a rank three, quote unquote, V battle theme deck, however you want to call it? What does it look like? Because I would argue you could just replace the trainers and make these decks a level three. Yeah. I mean, you really could. It's these decks don't have any really good supporting Pokemon like other theme decks have had. They don't have any good trainers, really. I mean, they have some like staples, but we're talking like 10 cent staples. We're not talking about like Marnie's, Cynthia's, things like that. It comes it comes down to what they do going forward with this. Yeah, because looking at these decks right now, like I can probably tell you the Venusaur deck will probably get rocked in theme in theme deck meta right now. Hashtag Charizard. Yeah, you pick whichever Charizard you want to play, you just play it. There's two that's usually popular in the theme deck meta. Yeah, they they definitely kind of underplayed these at first. But I am interested to see where they go, because now that we know going forward that these will be the theme decks from now on, I hope, I'm I'm looking forward to them becoming more sophisticated. Because my biggest gripe with theme decks is that they don't realistically show you what the game actually looks like on a competitive level. It's basically a different card game. Essentially theme deck being its own format in PTCGO, obviously it's there because it's an easier way to ex- uh, make the game accessible, but you're not even you're not even teaching them anything relevant. And so a lot of those theme decks even the Charizard decks, even the decks like when Garchomp was out, Nidoqueen, it was very rare that those decks ever reached a point at which they were actually playable in the format. And at least, even though these cards aren't good, at least you get used to the two prizers. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it's a totally different game at that point. Your decisions are weighted differently. And the way you approach the game is completely different than just being able to say, I have six prizes, and that doesn't change one way or another. So you have to knock out six Pokemon to beat me. 
this at least takes a minor step forward. Just a little one. Anything else you have to say about the theme decks? The Blastoise coin and the Venusaur coin are beautiful. Are you gonna get them? Um, I might buy the like I might buy the coin separately. Honest, like I was, or that you'll find some random package will have them in the future at some point. I have a different question for you as well. Uh oh. Would you buy them both if it contained extra staples? Because there is another product that comes with it that is paired up for 30 bucks. You get both decks and an eight card trainer pack, which includes two quick balls, two turbo patches, two Marnies, and two bosses orders. So it kind of adds more staples, but you have to buy both decks. I, with that package, I would not. I would much rather go with the the trainer battle kit, or whatever it was, with the, the Denny's and stuff. Yeah. Because those are just, those are straight up just staples. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not gonna drop thirty bucks for two Marnies, two bosses orders, a patch, and a quick ball. Like I have multiple play sets of those at that at this point. Yeah, that's fair. It, it... Go ahead. Yeah, because those cards were were playable before the pandemic, so I already have them. You're very right, and you know that's that's a good point. I buying both decks, we know they're pretty lackluster for a new player. I guess the eight card pack is it's at least a little more enticing, but I guess we also have to remember though, that this does not appeal to the player base that we are in. It appeals, it appeals to a different player base of people who are entering the card game, which with their battle Academy and stuff coming out, you imagine that there will be a bigger influx of new players grabbing these battle themed decks. I really think I really hope they bring this package at one point in the TCPI videos to the point it's like, you'll get these two ape trainer packs. You could trade out X, Y, and Z for these staples. Maybe they'll te- hope they teach people how to do that with the little mini sideboard that they gave them. Yeah, no, I, I think, and I think they could do that. I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't. So we'll have to see. For our listeners, here's the question of the episode. Do you think this is a step forward for theme decks or do you think it's a step back? I think there's an argument that could be made that the single prize decks kept the integrity of the game in check because some people really view it as a single prized game. Um, and then there's the other side that views these theme decks as taking a step closer towards uh, meta relevant, not cards, but just flow of the game. With that all said, we are going to head out of here. We thank you for listening to the show. Again, we are getting very close to episode 100. We appreciate all the support, no matter what, from each and every one of you every single week. Thank you all so much. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Play Pokemon. We'll see you next time.